Welcome to episode 125 of the Thunder Underground podcast. My name's Trent. This is Jason. You always want those 50, 100, 125. You want those to be something special. Yeah. And I think Custom Black fits the bill of something special because this is a band we've kind of fell in love with over the last few months. Yes, we have. And you're right. I love zeros. I love fives. I love even shit. You know? (laughs) So this is awesome. You love the... One zero 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 one one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I'm weird like that. Yeah. So this is <laughs> this is a good one. These guys are great. Their music's great. Um, yeah. This is going to be a great episode. Yeah. We've got a good lengthy interview here with all three members of Custom Black. We're going to talk about their show that they played here in Tulsa with Oklahoma Braves and Machine in the Mountain. Yes. But before we get to that, we're going to play a brand new song from a band out of St. Louis. This band's called Hollow Point, and this song is called Acedia. Yeah, 
Acedia from Hollow Point out of St. Louis. I'm hope I hope I'm saying that right, Acedia. That's my guess. Hey, if if not, we'll correct it later. That's what I that's the first thing I thought, you know, when you right? see it. So, you know. Well, they've got an album coming out this Friday called Beyond Our Name. Okay. And if the rest if this song's an indication of this album, this thing's gonna be killer. Yeah, this is uh this is a barn burner. I like this shit. Yeah, it's got every it's got a lot of things I love, you know, like those heavy vocals mixed with the the groove guitars and the technical guitars, and then like when the chorus kicks in, his vocals are extremely heavy with that, you know, low end of the bass and drums. They like pop with his vote with his voice. Yeah, and that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, they got the blast beat going there a little bit. It's just yeah, I mean, it pounds you over the head. Yeah, and that's that's what we like our music to do. Definitely. We'll look them up on Facebook. They're Hollow Point. That's with an A. H-A-L-L-O-W point. Check these guys out. Hope to see them come our way. So if you're listening to Hollow Point, get your ass to Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of Oklahoma, I finally saw Oklahoma Brace. I'm just jumping the gun on everything. Here. That's okay. <laughs> no, we need to get this because it was it, you were overdue for this shit, Trent. Yeah. I mentioned it before. They were one of the the area bands that always eluded me for some reason. I always mm-hmm. had a conflict any time they played. But finally, they were playing a show I was able to make it to, and it coincided with two other great bands. Definitely. Machine in the Mountain and Custom Black. Yeah. We've spoke many times about Machine in the Mountain. We just played them here on the past episode, 124, and Custom Black, of course. We're going to get to here in a bit. Yes. But anyway, we went out to this show. It's been a couple weeks ago now here at Billy and Renee's. This was a day, if you're in the Oklahoma area or anywhere in the Midwest, you know that the past two or three weeks have been rather rainy. A little wet. And that was one of the, like the pinnacle of yes. the whole rain. Because it was, it, it was yeah. like, it was bad that day. Torrential. And the, the thing to point out is it was torrential downpour and... Custom Black was driving from Kansas City. Yeah. And they still, you know, I thought earlier in the day, I think, I don't know if we were talking and thought, you know, I wonder if they're going to have to back out of this just because mm-hmm. that's, that's pain in the ass, you know, taking a four-hour trip is going to turn into a seven-hour trip yeah. with that kind of weather. I mean, that's how bad it was. I mean, it was just nonstop. Yeah. But they got on the road and did it. That's and they right. even told us, you know, I think when we picked them up that, you know, they were hydroplaning half the way here. God. Pulling that U-Haul, but they did it, and we appreciate it. That's right. We definitely are grateful. <laughs> uh, you know, rock and roll warriors, yeah. those guys are. And the other thing to point out is I thought, well, since it was such a rainy night, even though it was a Saturday, it might be, you might not see a great turnout, but Bill and Ray still had a, a good crowd in there. Yeah. Yeah, they did. And I was really thinking, oh, man, you know, but... people came out you know that was awesome may i think it was just kind of a thing of everybody was cooped up inside all day because during the day was when it was the worst yeah and you know it kind of tapered off at night so i think maybe everyone was just ready to get out you know And, and that worked because there's a great turnout it was a fun show fun night yeah machine in the mountain kicked it off like I mentioned, if you've listened to us at any point, you've heard us sing these guys' praises. Yes, we're fanboys. Yeah, you can't say enough good things about these guys. They're 
instrumental band out of Tulsa and it's instrumental metal leans progressive at times but it's it's just great solid metal that you can just like groove to and yeah. just it's one of those things you know we we had him on here on episode 85 you know like a full I think hour talk with all four of them and you know we really get into the fact that this is one of those you know when you think of instrumental music a lot of times you think of like the guitar guys like Steve Vai or Joe yeah. Satriani or Eric Johnson because that's what jumps in a lot of rock fans' minds when you think instrumental. And those, all those guys have great songs, but they're not the kind of songs that you can totally get lost in sometimes. Mm-hmm. But with Machine in the Mountain, you totally get lost in it, and you don't even think, I wonder when the vocalist is going to kick in, because yeah. you don't even think about that. Yeah. And it's just, and it's more, you know, those kind of guys, like you were talking about, you know, Vine Cetriani and stuff those are just shredder guys and there's a lot of that in machine in the mountain and that's great we love it but there's just so much more there's just depth and there's just swirling it just takes you it kind of lifts you up takes you somewhere and uh they sounded yeah they sounded great (laughs) at billionaire nays all the bands i I really loved the sound in that in that venue It, it was clear and cut through but it wasn't oh too loud you know it was really cool one thing to point out is when you see them live, it's one of those bands where all four guys kind of command your attention. Yeah. And you kind of you kind of get lost at times and you realize you hadn't even been paying attention to one guy for several minutes because you're like fixated on one person. And then you can do that with each guy, which mm-hmm. is really cool because a lot of bands, there's like one guy or something, maybe two that will do that. Yeah. And, you know, I just get lost in watching John play the guitar and then, you know, Doug's all over the place. Yeah. And it's just... You know, all four of them just really, you can tell they love what they do, and they're just built for that stage. That's right. And you, you heard it here first, people. Trent likes to stare at dudes and get lost in them. <laughs> I think you're taking things out of context. Oh, oh, oh okay. I know. I'm sorry. I gotcha. I'm sorry. I'm a shithead. <laughs> Proceed. Right. Well, coming up, these guys have a show on June 10th. In Neosho, Missouri. They're playing the Bands Against Bullying concert. Yeah. You're going to hear more about this thing here in the next episode or two when we have Chris Taylor from DMG on. You know, he's the one putting this thing together. It's for a great cause. And besides Machine in the Mountain, this thing also has several bands that we've had on or talked about, like Severmind, Crane Technique, Switchback, yeah, Caliber Theory, Claim Your Enemy. This will be their first show under the name Claim Your Enemy. Nice. Formerly Devil Your Door. Okay. We've also got Waking the Sleeper, Forsaken Few. Remember we saw them in Joplin about a year ago. Under One Nation, Under the Radar, and did I say Caliber Theory? Yes, you did. That's going to be a killer lineup, so if you can get out to Neosho, Missouri, June 10th, do it. Like I said, we'll talk more about that here in the next episode or two. And then also, Machine in the Mountain is opening for OTEP yeah. July 1st with Severmind and Alter Blood at the Shrine in Tulsa, Oklahoma. There you go. That's some killer metal right there, friends. Yeah, get out there and support it. Next up, Oklahoma Rays. <clears throat> Steve Ray. I've called him a Tulsa music legend on here. I stand yes. by that forever. <laughs> I think I've mentioned he's... He's one of those first guys in the Tulsa area that really grabbed my attention 
as a kid. Yeah. When we got into music, you know, we're in all the, to the big names, but then you start going to these shows of the bands you love and you start seeing local bands when you're a young kid and Steve Ray and Pitbull's on crack and maybe Dave Cantrell and Stacey Lane from Bunny's Doom. Those were kind of the first bands that truly caught my attention when we saw them opening for other bands. And, yeah. You know, here we are years later, Steve's got Oklahoma Hombres. He's been on our podcast twice now. Yeah. And finally got to see him live. And I know you've seen him before. You've well, talked. then I'm just going to let you go, you know. Well, you got to talk, talk about, about it, it. Too. <laughs> <laughs> No, the, the main <clears throat> thing that jumped out to me is we've played him before, and they've got this great, they've got a great heart. You know, it's like that stoner rock groove, but it's more hard rock. Mm-hmm. It's got a more hard rock feel to it. Yeah. And when you see him live, it's heavier. Yes. It's not heavier to the point to where it's like, you know, heavy, heavy, but it's just their same thing, but just, I don't know if it's thicker and it just has more of a, a punch to it. Yeah. But I mean, their recorded stuff's great. I'm not saying that, but you know what I mean? And you know, so it was just cool to be able to finally see this and, you know, see what these guys do live. And I loved it as much as I thought I would. Yeah. I mean... I love Steve Ray's voice. Uh, he, he can do, he can sing, he can growl. Um, you know, he gave us a, a pretty awesome shout out from the stage. That's right. Uh, very thankful for that. And, uh, man, it was just, uh, that was, uh, that meant a lot. It really did. And, uh, you know, from, from, you know, what, 23, 24 years ago. Him making everybody introduce themselves at Kane's Ballroom because there's only ten people there. That's right. Opening for Life of Agony to like no, Lucy's fur coat. Well, like, Lucy's fur coat. That's right. That's right. That was probably about ninety seven. Yeah, that probably so, was yeah. okay. But it, <laughs> either way, from then to now, you know, uh, it's just uh, it's really cool, and they put on a great show. So uh, yeah, there's no way we weren't going to be there. Yeah. So if you haven't heard Oklahoma Braves. Look them up. Follow them on Reverb Nation, Facebook, YouTube. They've got a few songs out. They're all great. If you love, if you love groovy hard rock, you're gonna love these guys. Well, Custom Black made the trip through the the monsoon, so to speak, to yes. get here to Tulsa. We were appreciative. They stopped by. We sat down with them, talked to them for probably about thirty minutes or so. Yeah, at least you know, recorded a little more than that. And this is a band that kind of, I mean, we we knew they played a lot, the second day of Halata Fest, mm-hmm. and we didn't get to see them that day. But Steve Ray, you know, was out there, and when we talked to him yeah. several episodes back, he was singing their praises. And I know I had seen Sprout singing their praises before. So I pulled these guys' album up, Smoke Show Rise, and it knocked me on my ass. There you go. Seven songs that truly define hashtag all killer, no filler. Definitely. Definitely. And, you know, the, the album's great. And, uh, I mean, live, it was, it was even greater. I mean, they're just, it's just like no frills, you know, just raw, organic, you know, rock, how it should be. You know, it was so, it was so fun to watch these guys live. Yeah, it's like, Black Sabbath meets the sword. It meets, <laughs> like, I don't know what. Just meets something. fucking amazingness. Yeah. <laughs> because his voice sounds 
I really love his voice because it sounds, what's the right word, old-worldly. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of the old days, you know. Okay. Like, of metal, like maybe something you would find underground that you never discovered from, like, 1986. Nice, nice. But... I get that. The, I can hear that. But this music and his voice, everything still sounds completely modern and yeah. current, too, at the same time, which is the great part. Like you said, live, they, you know, this album sounds freaking amazing, and live, they pull this all off perfectly. And so it was just an honor to be able to see this, and can't wait to see him again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, get this album, Smoke Shower Eyes. It's It's great. Well, let's play a song so people know what we're talking about. Exactly. If you haven't heard Custom Black, this is called Relativity.
Relativity from Custom Black from their Smoke Shall Rise album. You can pick that thing up. iTunes. Buy that thing from them at a show. They play in the Kansas City area. That's what I did. Yeah. We both got a copy of that. Yes. Custom Black. Look them up. Follow them. Support these guys. They're badass. Yeah. I think it's... Is it time to get into the interview now? I think so. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, that would wake you up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> nice. More than just Josh's eyes on the road. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you guys going back tonight or tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. We're going to cool. stay with Steve. So, Steve okay. Okay. opened uh, his place up to us. So, nice. we're like, oh, thank you. Yeah. 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 That's, That's awesome. Gonna, we got rain all day tomorrow, too, right? Maybe. I don't think it's going to be as bad as today, though. Yeah. Man, just in the time from when we drove earlier to getting them, I drove through like. What was it? Probably two foot of water. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I was running errands today, and every time I'd I'd be not in the car, it'd be fine. The minute I turned the key, it was just torrential. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's just how it happens. So <laughs> they said they almost played downtown lounge. Really? Yeah. Oh, Tulsa. Tulsa. Yeah, yeah. Freak Tulsa. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Didn't miss that place. Oh, it's closed down, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's a little cool bar. I mean, the one night that we got to go in and check it out, but they tearing it, tearing this stuff down to build something down there. Is that what they're doing? Yeah, I think so. The the owner that he rented it from is like selling that whole, like the whole block or something. They're tearing it all out. Because like five or six years ago, it was a that whole area was crappy. Yeah, all that was there was yeah. the Brady Theater. But then once they built the arena down there. Mm-hmm. Everything else started building up around us, and that went from worthless to prime real estate. You know? Yeah, <laughs> so they've got to make it all nice, nice and pretty now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> How was Gene Simmons, by the way? <laughs> that was that was pretty cool. That was uh, it's pretty surreal. Yeah, uh, I can only imagine. Yeah, it was. Uh, I you know I was nervous until the minute we walked up into this trailer, and then I don't know for some reason it all went away. He was pretty nice, so. That helped out. He was pretty polite. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't really dodge anything or had an attitude. So that was awesome. Nice. Yeah. Well, he dodged two creatures in the night question. He did. What creatures? Oh, yeah, he Not did. Twice. Well, that was yours. <laughs> yeah. So that's your fucking problem, man. <laughs> but yeah, he was one of the, probably one of the nicer people we've ever met doing this, which oh, is surprising because no. he has that persona of being an asshole, you know? Yeah. I think yeah. that's just yeah. like, think that's just for show probably i don't know yeah he, he was he was accommodating to everybody that was around i mean he put everybody before him it was it was pretty cool yeah i wouldn't want to come up with any catchphrases for anything in front of him because he'll <laughs> i can market it yeah <laughs> sign here now that that's my property yeah <laughs> and he's got another billion now yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> your album smoke show rise has been out now for a couple months mm-hmm. yep. what kind of reaction have you got from fans and friends and Everybody, I'd say all all positive. Yeah, it's been positive. Yeah, um, it was had a few good reviews. Yeah, it was like the day or two after it dropped. Um, there was a great review out there. You know, 
a blogger says, and once in a while a record comes along that you just need to stop what you're doing and review and it was like you know I think all of our egos lit up a little bit <laughs> you know? um, but you know that was that was cool and uh, it's been a lot of positive from friends and family and yeah. And you know the the stone doom community. Yeah, yeah. overseas, uh, it's it's getting around pretty well. Overseas, uh, we sent a few discs over to Sweden. Osium, Osium Records out of Sweden, so they carry it. Um, it seemed like a lot of the the comments and even the sales on the website were from European countries. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, when when you hear a comment like like that, you need to just stop and listen. Are you like goddamn right, or I mean, are you surprised? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's got to feel good. Yeah, you kind of holding your breath and going, okay, okay, let's go ahead and read through it, you know, uh, <laughs> you know. But then you know, sometimes, yeah. yeah, but then sometimes you're like, are they just being nice, uh, you know, uh, or is this a true review, you know? Yeah, or, yeah. You're, you're kind of waiting for the next one to come out, and oh wow, ooh, that guy didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, you know, it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. I'm sure that there's some people out there that may bash it, but it hasn't happened yet. So. Hey, man, you put your head on the chopping block. That's what I got to say. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah, because that's really what you do when you you know do something like this. You're putting it out for everyone to critique. So Yeah. yeah it's nice to see the positive reviews. Yeah. Yep. yeah. We decided early on when we were doing this that we were just going to talk about stuff we liked and yeah. avoid just shit talking stuff because yeah. what's the point you know yeah it's like so it's kind of weird if you listen to our stuff we think everything's great but it's because we choose to talk about the stuff we like oh sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey I have no problem talking about how I do not like the scorpions well, so, <laughs> right? I got a minority there bro well I know I know and I'm okay with that I'm just it's not my thing <laughs> so how long was the process of recording this like how did you do it over a short span, or did you spread it out over? Uh, in really, life. The, <laughs> we started late summer, late August, at August, least, yeah. and we didn't finish until mid October, or maybe November. I think we finished recording. Yeah, yeah, October. Not that we took all that time. I mean, it was just a matter of scheduling and getting it there. Mm-hmm. So, and then I think it was mixing and mastering seemed like it took a, a, quite a while after that, though. Yeah, um, yeah, that's right, and. So, it you know, and then we had we kind of sat on it for a little bit. You know, it was like, are we ever going to release this thing? Are we ever going to release it? And then, um, you know, we moved forward, and, yeah. and here we sit. Yeah, we released the one single first as a uh, yeah. teaser, uh, which was the title track. Yeah, off uh, the album, "Smoke Shall Rise." Right. By the time it got mastered, it was already I think January. Um, and the Super Bowl was right around the corner, so I was just like, "Well, I don't want to release it." You know, people are going to be talking about other things. So <laughs> waited for that to pass, and then we put it out there. Yeah. So where did you guys record it at? Uh, West End Recording Studios in Kansas City. Missouri. Yeah, Justin Mantooth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's he's done he's a lot great. of really good stuff. He's doing a lot of really good stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 Is he here produced the album West of Forty Two, or did you guys do that on your own? The uh, production wise oh yeah is that him okay. yeah yeah the the album itself yeah okay yeah we recorded there um and then the mix down process was kind of back and forth via email you know notes on what he was uh playing for us um so that's how that came to be yeah he'd send us a mix and then uh 
ask for our critique or notes and stuff like that. Yeah. And we just go back and forth. You know, we could have gone back and forth all day, but we I mean, still we going back and run out. You got to run out of money after a while. Money and snare drum doesn't sound right now. Yeah. Yeah. But at some point, you got to say well is enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes you find yourself back at the spot you spent all this time. Oh, yeah. I'll mix. No, go mix five. No, mix six. Okay, let's just go ahead and use mix one. You know, it's like, oh man, we go all the way back. You know, yeah. the nice yeah. thing about doing it that way was that we got to hear it outside of the studio on the systems that you know we would be listening to it on, and other people would be listening to it on. So it gave you that perspective. I've, I've done recordings before and just only ever heard it in the studio, and then wishing I would have heard it on my home stereo yeah. or through my Bose you know, earbuds yeah. or, or yeah. whatever. So. That was nice. It gave us a, a lot of different ways to listen to it, mm-hmm. and, and you could hear on one system it needed something else. On this system, it sounded great. You know, uh, so tried to meet the balance. Yeah. yeah. So, how, how did you guys cultivate your sound? I mean, were you guys into this separately, and then, or did it just come, come when you guys came together and start jamming? Uh, kind of. I pretty much had most of these songs already written when we started. Um, and I was looking for some guys to put the band together. Glenn was just on the... Well, the first time I approached you, Glenn, you were in a band. So a uh, couple of years of trying to find guys and not finding anyone, Glenn band folded and we got together. And then yeah. uh, Glenn knew Brian, so Brian went for practice and we just went from there. Yeah, we'd, uh, we'd all played in uh, bands around the same time uh, in, uh, in Kansas City there. You'd play, and you were solid and soulless, playing yeah. a lot, and then uh, some of the other cover band stuff you did, and then uh, Brian was, you were playing in Pull, yes. and uh, I was in Sacred and File 13, Sacred Wolf, I was in like six different bands. Yeah, we all come from kind of the same music scene, like I've yeah. known Glenn since the late 90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. you, so. Or were the bands you guys in this like Stoner Doom style stuff, or was it something different? Like more metal, yeah. or, or <coughs> I think there's always been some of that common denominator with some of our bands. Yeah, yeah, that's the the Sabbath influence is always there. You yeah, know? yeah, it's always there. You know? It's always a root. Uh, yeah. It's always been a root for me. I mean, only because you know it's one of the greatest bass players of all time, yeah. Geezer <laughs> Butler. I mean, to me, in my opinion, <laughs> but you know, so I'd always move around. You know, every every band. I played in. I always moved around. I didn't like being the stiff guy just playing whole notes. Yeah. So it kind of always progressed as far as bands I played in would have a touch of COC sound to them as well and and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think we but, all draw influences from that. But that we all we got to cultivate it together into this band. So it's like we all work together there. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's getting it's flash, 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 flash flood alerts. Yeah, not the one. Yeah, we know we drove through. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said you had most of these songs written. Did were they completely hashed out, or did you take their input once they became part of the band? Or they were pretty work? much hashed out. But when we got together, everyone kind of put their own their own spin on it. Their own yeah, touch. They, they they morphed into what they are. They've matured for yeah. sure. They, mm-hmm. If you go back and listen to like what you 
made me pay a dollar for it. <laughs> <laughs> Was that Rebirth Main Show? Yeah, he, <laughs> he, 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 hey, I didn't tell you you had to buy the songs from the <laughs> It's like, I want to come over and try out, and I sent me a Rebirth Nation link or whatever it was, and I listened to it, and the third time you click the listen to it, it forces you to pay a dollar. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> please pay a dollar. Time to open over. your wallet. That's right. yeah. you know, I hope you gave him the dollar back, man. Uh, oh, he's <laughs> giving me that back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, back to the question, yeah, I think the songs have definitely matured. If you listen to the with the drum machine and I think Josh playing everything mm-hmm. and singing everything to what our sound is now, it's definitely um, yeah, it has more life to it, for more, sure. yeah, for sure. more energy to it now. And uh, yeah, we've we've been playing so much since we started. We haven't had like a break where we're going to say let's work on new music. So here and there we've jammed and uh, I think we've come up with some cool stuff just messing around. And I think that's where what I'd like to do next. It's just jam and come up stuff together, you know. Mm-hmm. Right, more organic process. Yeah, a little more organic. Maybe process. throw in a couple of songs that didn't make it on the album or re-record. Yeah, there's some, some leftovers from the, the first session, yeah. But, yeah. Do you play most of this, the stuff off the album live? Or I guess it depends on the length of your set. But depends on the length of the, length of the set, yeah. We play... Uh, the song Forever Sleep, we don't play out as often. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have a few other songs that we throw in, or a cover. Or a cover, like yeah. Just to, you know, sometimes, you know, you, the audience seems to be losing it a little bit. Yeah. All right, we'll play something that you, you, you know, you know. You're going to bring it back around. Yeah, we're going to bring it back around. Right, let's get that energy going again. Come on. So. Yeah. It's like, we, over here, people. Yeah, yeah here. We'll, we'll throw in a sword song or something like that. Nice, know. nice. Yeah. You play Relativity Live? Yes, we, yes, we do. Yeah. Are you playing it tonight? Yes, oh, we, we are. are. Okay. Second song. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you can leave. That's right. <laughs> oh, wait. I mean, last song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I love how the bass sounds on this album, how I always like when you hear albums where you can hear the bass, you know, completely apart from the guitar, even though they're both going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know, you know, you've mentioned Geezer Butler, you know, he's kind of the same way. Yeah. Is that something you've always strived for? Is that something just worked out with his guitar playing? I kind of think it just worked out, really, through the mix-down process. It helps as well that he's also a bass player, so we were able to work on a good tone uh, together and uh, and find something that me and him both were like, wow, that's yeah. balls right there, that's yeah. balls, uh, yeah. let, let's uh, let's use that. So that, that, that helps as well, <laughs> having another bass player that yeah. happens to be the guitarist singer, so yeah. uh, we were able to work out yeah. that and get a good sound. I also think in the studio, I used an amp that had a little more powerful in the high end than the low end, so it lets you hear what Glenn's doing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. just the way the, the guitar and the bass mixed. Yeah, Mantooth did a fantastic job on that, too. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about this uh, the Smokestock Fest that you guys are doing oh, in Kansas City. Yeah. 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 Like, is that an annual thing, or is this the first one? Well, really, it's a, it's a first official Smokestock. Last year we did it, but it was called uh, Doomageddon. Doomageddon, yeah. And then before that, they had a thing in Kansas City called uh, Fuzz and Fire. Yeah, Fuzz and Fire. <laughs> so it's and that that's been like four or five years ago now, right? Yeah, that was uh, me and uh, Jordan from Merlin mm-hmm. and uh, a friend of ours, Doug Cole, um, from uh, Death Valley Wolf Riders. Uh, we all. Uh, when I was in a band called Brimstone Crow, we we wanted a stoner 
doom sort of fest so we come up with fuzz and fire and uh we had woe fat there like the first year which mm-hmm. was like blew our minds i mean <laughs> we were just like oh the mighty woe fats here you know and and i mean several others and then young blood uh was there from the beginning and stuff so uh, we got to where me and Jordan's, our bands were just getting so busy, we couldn't, we didn't have time to do the festivals and stuff, and we we're like, oh man, uh, you know, he's working on a new album, new vinyl, and, and stuff like that, and then uh, we were putting our stuff together, so it was like, uh, I don't have time for that, but yeah, uh, a buddy of mine was uh, works at a bar called All Star, he was, uh, he's like wanting something like that, I was like, well, let's put together uh, the new band I had and and uh, get some other cats in there and uh, and kind of sport this genre. Yeah. And that was Doom Doomageddon and right. then it did well so he was like, Hey, let's try to do an annual he wanted to do an annual thing and he kinda of took it off, took over from there and yeah. uh, and uh, started Smokestock. So so was the uh, is it a pretty good stoner doom kinda scene in the Midwest coming up? I mean uh, there's a handful of good bands out of Kansas City, that's for sure, in yeah. the surrounding area. Yeah, definitely in the Midwest. I mean, we got Merlin, we we got Young Blood, Blood Super, Super Cult, Cult Snow Child, yeah, uh, Wichita. From Wichita, those guys are fantastic. First time I saw them, I was just like, we have yeah. to follow that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so there's some good ones. Um, I don't know. The crowds seem like uh, we could still draw, generate some more interest, but uh, it's getting better, better than it was five years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, good. It's nice though the bands like uh, you know Crowbot, yeah. uh, Crowbot. You yeah. know they're right there in that stoner mm-hmm. genre, and it's nice to see them on like uh, Rocklahoma. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then uh, in Rockfest in Kansas City, they they were there for that too. And it's like good uh, representative of our genre instead of you know what the radio is telling you to listen to. Exactly. You know, yeah. uh, these are guys point. that are, are are like us that are, are got this great sound that, that that we adore. So it's just it's great to see them bust through yeah. and uh, and make a pay the pave the way for us. Yeah. So we're getting. So it's it's getting bigger, you know. Yeah. It's getting it's getting bigger. What about your singing style? Do you do warm ups or how do you maintain uh, that voice? I, I might do some warm ups in the car on my way to the gig, but Jaeger <laughs> shots don't count. <laughs> I think There's they some do. of that too. <laughs> yeah, they actually do. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't do anything in particular. I don't think of it as a style in itself. That's just how I sing. So. Yeah, no, no, no warm ups really, no tricks or anything. Try not to drink too much before we play, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> but when we're watch out, watch out, drink lots of water. That's about it. Watch out for bad, yeah, watch out for bad food too before a show. Yeah, that's why we had the salads. Yeah, that's why we had the salads. That's why we had the salads. No getting up on the stage too stuffed and then feel like you're not throwing your mouth. Your stomach's flipping and flopping up there. You know, you got the heat from the lights, you know. Oh, he's up there working hard. He's sweating, man. No, 
now he's about to now shit himself. No barbecue, no bad barbecue. We won't name any names, but yeah. salads only. Yep. I like yeah. that. That's yeah, great. Giving away our tricks now. <laughs> Well, speaking of drinking, I had a question I was going to ask you guys. Yeah, this what, is a good question, yeah. What's the best beer to go with this genre of metal? The riffage and the, you know, the stoner. Is I it PBR would, or is it something higher? higher I rate? would normally say, <laughs> for me, it's always been cheaper stuff. PBR, hams. Uh, hams. That's, yeah. yes, that's what I yeah. live off of. English, <laughs> or old English, uh, old style. Yeah. Any of those beers. But, uh. Get a cold two four Labatt's blue. I don't know that I drink that stuff so much anymore. Though, so yeah, I don't touch Keystone anymore. The secrets news. out. Yeah, the secrets out, man. It's fucking sucks. All right, that's a that's a big secret about the Keystone beer. Right? It's yeah. not the can. It's the beer. Fucking sucks. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> They're not a sponsor or anything, are they? <laughs> no, no, nor will they ever be. No, yeah. <laughs> I don't care how much money they throw at us. Right. You know? You wouldn't. What's the lowest standard beer you would go as a sponsor? Um, Jesus. Uh, Steel Reserve? I'd take that yeah, over right. Bud Light. Yeah, right. Oh, so the best beer I think I ever had at Arakshi was a Stag. And I've heard of that. I've I've never, had, I don't think I've ever had it. I can't remember who the maker is. I want to say it's out of St. Louis. I had it at a bar in Kansas City called the Record Bar, um, and I think I was there to see the sword. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it was excellent. Never nice. had it again, though. Well, nice. I can't find it. Not <laughs> <Right. laughs> a good thing, really. Well, that's the second time the sword's been brought up. So, I had a question: What do you guys think of Low Country? Because I've heard I've heard all kinds of back and forth about that. Initially, I haven't heard it. I mean, I had gotcha. High Country, yeah, which was a definite departure. But I still thought it was cool. Yeah. You know, even, I think the tough thing about being in a band like that is you want to, you, you obviously want to mix it up eventually. So, yeah, I thought High Country was all right. I haven't gotcha. heard Low Country, though. Gotcha. So. Wasn't it just High Country, but acoustic? Acoustic, yeah. yeah. Okay. And see, that's, it's like everybody, I, I heard nothing but good, th- and I liked High Country, but then when Low Country came out, everybody said, thought it sucked. You know, I heard yeah. that from a lot of different people. I liked it, but yeah. so I was just kind of curious. I'll have to check. Random question. Yeah, yeah, we haven't yeah. we haven't listened to Low Country yet. <laughs> we're still stuck. We're still stuck in High Country. Gotcha. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of bands like that, what would be an ideal the ideal tour if you guys could jump on as a support band Ooh. for any all three of you? If you have different answers, I don't know. Something I would like love that. to be jump on board of Orchid, you know. I Orchid, mean, yeah, Orchid for sure. Uh, I'm also Orange Jolly fan. Okay, nice. yeah, yeah. The Sword or Red Fang or somebody like that. Yeah, for me. Yeah, the Well, definitely. Yeah, and I mean, we'll go anywhere. To <coughs> a Bud's Mothership, man. They're they almost made it, man. I mean, they were. I know. Right there, man. They were, they were right under local age, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, uh, <laughs> how many votes? Like, 300 votes or yeah, something close. like that. Yeah, it was, like, really super close. close. Yeah, it was, it was close, man. I was really pulling for those guys. They're yeah. bros from way back, you know. Uh, I played with them. uh played a show in Kansas City uh, with a band called Brimstone Crow that I was in. And we played this skating, or no, it was a bowling alley. 
and we had them all to ourselves. Nobody fucking showed up. So pretty much Mothership played for us, uh, you know, the two two bands that opened up for them. And uh, we just stood up there in front in, in awe, just looking around like, you fucking people aren't seeing this? this is, these guys are fucking badass, you know? And, and I'm glad that they're finally gotten and getting the recognition they yeah, deserve. And those guys are awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we saw him for the first time last year at the... The Dime Bash. Yeah, Dime Bag. Yeah. That's great. The World Bike Run show with COC. Yeah. They opened up that time. Oh, never nice. badass. Oh, yeah, it was COC. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was great. Yeah, Kelly, the guitarist, uh, and I love it whenever <coughs> he starts playing. He just gets possessed. I mean, you can see the looks on his face <laughs> yeah. and stuff. He's just like... Oh, he's, he's so he's into the fucking <laughs> music, man. <It's> yeah. Inspiration. <laughs> yeah, that's what it takes. But where do each of you guys come from musically? Like, what were your first major influences that got you wanting to do this? I think for me it was bands like uh, Black Sabbath, 70s style rock. Uh, mix that in with like the 80s Bay Area thrash thing that was happening. That's what I liked when I was a kid. So, Death Angel, you know, Metallica. Uh, so, we'll throw a deal in there and, uh, yeah. you know, Maiden. Yeah, definitely made new wave of British heavy metal was a big thing for me growing up. So that thrash and older rock, mm-hmm. the three of those combined to me is where where I draw my inspiration from musically. And I, I'm a big like first started listening to like Cream and Jimi Hendrix and all that you know psychedelic acid yeah. type rock back in the late '60s. So um, and then you know moved on into the the Judas Priests and the Iron Maidens and um, through the through the metal years and then through the 80s metal years, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. That's in your speaker's up there, Brian. Let's just say I, I had the bonds over here in the boots at the time. But, yes. um, <laughs> but you know, um, I think all, all influences of music from the, the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, 2000s, and beyond. Mm-hmm. You're still, mostly, you're still influenced every day. You listen to something new, and it influences you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our music is mostly influenced by the '70s and by whatever Josh writes. Nice. But what was the? Who's your favorite drummer? Um, if you could pick one. Yeah, if you could pick one. Jeez. Um, you know, Gigi Baker. Mm. Would you want to get in a fight with Ginger Baker? (laughs) (laughs) You seen that documentary? That guy's nuts. I didn't (laughs) see it, but I heard about it. Oh, you got to see it. The guy's just—he's fucking off. He's—he's off the reservation, crazy. It's great. It's awesome. It's yeah. You got to see it. (laughs) The what's the dangerous Mr. Baker? The something Mr. Baker? Yeah, Um, something like that. It's great. Yeah. Hit the interviewer with the cane. Yeah. Yeah, and cracked his (laughs) nose open. Yeah, this is great. (laughs) It was was awesome. That's rock and roll. Yeah. I'm making a note. Yes. (laughs) Cool, man. We get. We appreciate you guys' time. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Yeah. Well, like, I got another question for you. Like, where do you guys want to take this this year? I mean, are you doing, like, regional shows, or what's your plans for the rest of this year? This year, um, just we want to try to get out and hit the road a little more, play some, some more out-of-town shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've definitely played our fair share at home, so mm-hmm. uh, I think that's the goal is to get out and make ourselves known around the Midwest. Last year, around... Uh 
our home base. I mean, we were sometimes doing two two shows a week uh, last year. We played a lot. But two to three shows. You know, we, I think at the time I thought we really needed it um, just to get better as a band, get better as a group. I know me personally, I played bass before this band. So it was my first time singing and playing guitar live, and I just wanted to do it as much as possible just to get used to everything. You know, so I, it helped to just play every chance we got to get. Yeah, well, so we played I, a lot. What locally most people last would year. call over playing. I was just like, yeah. no, let's just do it. Let's just yeah. freaking do it. Yeah, it helped. Four shows under It tightened us up. And oh we, yeah, it did. And we were doing two practices a week uh, in our storage area, so I mean, we were to tighten us up really well. Yeah, yeah. That's a good way to look at it because you're a lot of people talking about. It only playing a few shows every few months so they don't overdo it, but if you're doing it just for the sake of yeah. doing it. Well, yeah, that, I, ideally that's where I'd like to be where we don't play at home so often, but like I said, last year we just needed the practice. We needed to get the reps under our belts. Mm-hmm. It made us much better. Yeah. It's a yeah. much better live band. Um, you it made know. me you know, better it, as it, far as like... Yeah, I hear that a lot from, from people who've seen us, you know, our first handful of shows to the shows that we play now and they say a lot of times and just go wow he's really getting comfortable singing and playing guitar which um it sounds like that's what you need right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly well you've only been since early last year is when you guys technically formed right the beginning uh, of last year or was it late 2015 technically it was like middle of 2015 okay. like july of 2015 yeah and we didn't play our first show till like february of 2016 okay right, that's yeah so maybe you still feel like you're, you feel like you're where you want to be, or you still feel, feel like good, you're working yeah. to get there. Yeah, I, I feel good, and that's where now I just want to get us out in front of more people. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah, that's really the yeah. The songs are tight. Uh, the CDs out. Uh, we're feeling good. Yeah. About uh, you know about everything that's going on. Yeah. You know, now we're ready to take it outside. Of the, and just spread it out, make our circle bigger. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, well, I, I absolutely love that that CD. Thank yeah, thank you. That's great yeah. stuff. Cool, nice. that. it is. Yeah. We'd like to go over to Europe. I mean, that would be nice. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. That'd be a, a, a nice top of the ladder ambitious thing. <laughs> yeah. you know? Maybe it would be cool to get you know to get, get on get support with truck tires. Yeah, truck tires. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll just follow the well over they just they're over there now. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, we had uh, um, Oscar. Yeah, Oscar from Truck Fighters on a few months ago. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, he was he was cool. It was a little bit of that you know, he speaks perfect fine English, but there was a language gap on some of the questions we oh, asked yeah. him, you know, him understanding what we were trying to say, but he was still Great dude to talk to. Did they play here in Oklahoma? Yeah, they played downtown yeah. lounge. Okay, they yeah. were in Kansas City a few months back too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that. they were. They were like Golden Corral. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> uh, yeah. And even I asked him about it. He's like, I know people in America think it's stupid, but you know, we got to go. They don't get it, so they're like, "This is amazing." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god, no, it's not." But he didn't want to tell you that. He didn't want to do the chocolate fountain. He thought that was a little too much. So. <laughs> We could get a salad there. Yeah, yeah, totally good. <laughs> a massive salad. Yes, exactly. <laughs> with steak on it. Yeah, with a piece of roast beef on the top. And a chocolate covered strawberry. 
Jeff, like Jeff Foxworthy comes out and brings it to you. Yeah. <laughs> you just mentioned that. Though. I know. <laughs> he knows his audience. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that commercial girl. I was like, of course he'd chill fucking Golden Crown. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Out of the chocolate fountain. <laughs> you might be a redneck if you drink straight from it. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. That is exactly right. That's great. When you're laughing at it with your hand. <laughs> Usually my kids are wanting to do that. Find them over there with their head half in. Like I said, we appreciate you guys yeah, taking the time. Yeah, thanks for having us. Man. Thanks for keeping us dry. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. There you go, Josh, Glenn, and Brian from Custom Black. Thank you very much to them for taking the time out of their day when it was downpouring like an mfer yes i mean just you know professionals like i said earlier warriors yeah like literally we weren't joking about that rain when we drove over to billy renee's there was like there was a car bottomed out because the there's yeah. one point where the water was so like at 31st and sheridan it had got like a couple feet deep yeah. over there I, I mean and they were looking you know we were trying to explain ways for them to get into <laughs> The, and I was like telling yeah, 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 pull around this side a quick trip so you can get in there without going through that big ass ditch of water in the it, middle of the intersection. It was, uh, you know, me if I if I'm if I'm in Kansas City heading towards a gig in Tulsa and I see all that, I'm like, well, screw that. Guess I'm staying home. That's why you're not in a band that's, right now. Well, that's right. That's right. That's <laughs> I'm a wuss. But these guys powered through it, you know, and that that's what it takes, you know. And so, uh, you know, we're really, really glad that we got to see him. Without a doubt. Well, if this is your first time listening, go back and check out some old episodes. We're on soundcloud.com backslash thunderdash underground. Like I mentioned earlier, Steve Ray from Oklahombres. Yeah. Machine in the Mountain. Both of them have been on here. We've also had on guys from, I mentioned the sword. We've had on guys from Truck Fighters. Obsessed, twino. Yeah. Spirit Caravan. Yeah, so if you're into that kind of, that vein of music, you'd love all three of those episodes, yeah. I'm sure. We've also had on guys from Death Angel and Overkill, Battlecross, Drowning Pool, Megadeth, Avatar, Soil, Warrant, Seven Dust. Super Joint. Kiss. Kiss. We had on that guy Gene Simmons, isn't that his name? That's his name. Hey, yeah, we had that guy on. I need some kid who hasn't wiped his first cum stain off his leg to tell me what I need in my life. Yeah. For real. <laughs> right. But you just mentioned <clears throat> Super Joint. We had on Steven Taylor here yeah. a, few, a few months ago. Great dude. Great to hear his backstory. But coming up. Oh, yeah. We've got hashtag Bauer Power. That's right. Jimmy fucking Bauer. You know this man because he co-founded Down. He co-founded I Hate God. He co-founded Crowbar. Yes. He co-founded Superjoint. He co-founded. Co-founded. <laughs> <laughs> co-founded. He has also been in COC, so he's basically been in like the five biggest bands from New Orleans. Yes. Yes, he has. <laughs> uh, and, you know, we got him on the show, and uh, we can't wait for you guys to hear it. We've also got another episode coming with Gumby from Battlecross making his return for the third time. Definitely. A three-peat. <laughs> Hashtag three-peat. <laughs> and 
two of the members of Child Bite. Yes. Which is a great band that if you have not heard, you need to check out because it'll blow your mind. Yes, definitely. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a little left of center from all the stuff we usually listen to, which is fucking great. Yeah. That's kind of how you want it to be sometimes. And, uh, these guys were, they've got all their stuff is just intense and crazy. And we had them on too and it was awesome. So we've really got some cool episodes coming. We've also got, like I mentioned earlier, Chris Taylor from DMG Productions. Yes, He's going to talk about that Bands Against Bullying show and also about the Dark Side stage at Rocklahoma 2017, which is coming up in a little over a week and a half. He's got three days worth of music out there that runs every day from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Okay. So it starts at 9 a.m. and runs right up until the the main or the the main stages kick off inside mm-hmm. and there's so there's basically music running from 9 a.m until who knows when in the morning that's right because the camp yeager runs late in the night and access as well we're going to talk about all that but one thing i forgot to mention earlier when we we're talking about oklahoma Braves, they have a show this coming weekend they do may 20th at the vanguard along with sky town and grind stanley's revenge stanley's revenge so be sure. I'm gonna fucking make you remember that if it's the last thing. Because yeah, me. I forgot it last time too, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, get out to the Vanguard. Ten bucks gets you in the door. Four great bands, and we might even have free tickets for this coming. Yeah, so stay tuned. Speaking of free tickets, right now, if you're listening to this when it drops on our Facebook page, you can get on there and enter to win free Mushroom Head tickets for their show at the Diamond Barroom in Oklahoma City. Yes, our uh, our pals Less Than Human are opening up, and uh, tickets are courtesy of them, so uh, be on the lookout. Yeah, you don't want to miss that if you're in the Oklahoma area. There you go. Follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, subscribe to us on YouTube, at The Thunder Underground. We've got a show on there called Every Album in a Row, where we listen to a band's entire catalog from the first song to the last in its entirety, mm-hmm. and then discuss it. How that stuff flows together, all that great stuff. And I think the next one we're doing is Buckethead, right? Yes. Yeah. We're what, 208 albums. Right. I'm on album number 72. Okay. Yeah. So I'm only on 13, yeah, so I'm, I got a way to go. I'm yeah. getting there. Yeah. And as soon as we finish that, it's straight into Frank Zappa. <laughs> yes. So Trevor, be on the lookout for that. Yeah, that, that will be showing up sometime in 2022. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But in reality, we've had Van Halen, we've had <clears throat> Pantera, Metallica, Guns N' Roses, Megadeth, Ozzy Osbourne, Motley Crue's been recorded, coming soon, Kiss will be recorded soon. Yes. Many more to come. It's been so long with Kiss, I'm going to have to listen to them all over again. I think you should make notes like I do. Oh man, I should have. Well, most of the time I was driving. Okay. <laughs> People have turned this off by now, it's okay. No, they haven't. <laughs> People listen from beginning to end. They, I they, hope. Why? Because they want to hear Sprout say Thunder Underground, y'all. Well, that's why I listen to the end for. Okay. Should we get to that right now? Yes. All right. Until next time. They break our cherry on this one. This is our first one, right? Our first one. Oh, podcast? Yeah. yeah. Well, interview. Really? Podcast interview. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yes. Nice. Awesome. Well, thanks for being our first. Years from now, we'll yeah. have that as Your a great first. accreditation. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we yeah, you guys say, hey, we were the first, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Better fucking call Gene Simmons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Thunder Underground, y'all.